0: i
1: tell you what's good, it's a good thing we live close cause I almost suffocated in that car Hello, X-tab welcome to track, track. I'm, I'm your
0: host Darren, you and today we're going to be talking about Crystal Ball from the compilation album Crystal Ball. There was another album that was to be called <laughs> Crystal Ball. This is the title track of what that album would have been, mm. uh, but this album is not that album. Uh, Prince just liked to make things extra confusing. Uh, <laughs> recorded on the 17th of April, 1986 at the Galpin Boulevard home studio, uh, with uh, Claire Fisher adding some strings on the 4th of August, 1986 at his Ocean Way studio, uh, and released eventually on the 29th of January, 1998. On the track we have Prince, we have Susanna. Um, and we have Claire Fisher, of course. Uh, the track is ten minutes twenty-eight. And joining me to talk about it today is Zachary Hoskins. Hello, Zachary. Hello. The title track, as we said, was originally going to be on you know the, the original Crystal Ball, and then it was included on um, Dream Factory. Um, and then by the time we got to sign the times, it had been dropped completely. And you know we you know it, it was left until now to finally get released. Uh, you know, twelve years after it had originally been recorded, it's it's you know it's rumored that when Prince played this to um, you know the executives at Warner Brothers, they heard the kind of the eleven-minute song, and then after hearing it, they were like, "No, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, we can't we, this, you can't have a triple album, and this certainly cannot be the title track of the triple album." <laughs> um, you know, that, so whatever you're thinking, put a halt on it right now, Prince, and come up with something more manageable. Um, you know, which I can kind of understand because, as far as Prince songs go, this is kind of one of the more. I mean, to me, it feels like a revisiting of nineteen ninety nine, mm-hmm. kind of in a slightly different style. You know, nineteen ninety nine was very much like a kind of a, a group synth track, and this is very much like kind of a more. Um, I don't know if you say rock, but it it kind of it kind of goes through a few different genres. Uh, yeah, where it's kind of ten minute runtime.
1: Yeah, it's kind of all over the it's all over the gamut. It's, uh, there's, there's definitely, there's some rock there. There's, there's a little, you know, kind of it it verges on jazz at times. Um, It's, it's, it's just sort of one of his least categorizable or, or, uh, you know genre dependent songs for sure and it starts out with those
0: kind of very distinctive pipes i don't know who is playing <laughs> them or how they're being played or you kind right. of hear whoever is doing it kind of breathing in very heavily before yeah. <laughs> they play them and i don't know what the instrument was or like how it would, that sound was made but it's like a really interesting way to open the song And, you know, you kind of have the keyboards kind of coming in and then the strings get advertised, you know, kind of Mm. gradually get brought in over the top. uh, Those wonderful Claire Fisher strings. Uh, And as the lyrics begin, you have a police siren and you know we're a minute and a half in before you even get any lyrics um, so i can imagine i can imagine being at like a, you know a warner brothers executives listening party and sitting sitting there listening to prince's new kind of selection of tracks and it takes a minute and a half before prince even sings starts singing any lyrics and i can imagine someone looking at their watch going really yeah like You know, the first song that Prince ever recorded was, like, 78 seconds. Right. You could listen listen to the entire of, like, For You and Had You by the time you actually get any lyrics in this particular song. Um, You know, and I kind of, I mean, I don't want to tip my hand too much, but I just kind of love the kind of atmosphere. Um, You know, it's very much a song that kind of, you know, as Prince sings uh, kind of in his kind of mid-register, he's like, expert lover, my baby ever had a crystal ball. And I'm like, I don't know what he means by that. But uh you <laughs> know, and then he just kind of repeats it like four more times. Expert lover, my baby, you ever had a crystal ball. And as he does so, he kind of brings in like the kind of drums and mm. he this is something that happens a lot in this song. He gradually kind of builds up with more and more instruments and then he'll drop them all back out. Right. Just as he, as the song changes to a different kind of tempo and then he'll do the same and build it back up and then drop everything back out. Um, and then we get that wonderful outro that kind of goes on for about two minutes um, where, you know, it kind of it kind of goes very quiet and then kind of comes back all in again. And it's, you know, it's like the kind of the way he layers the instruments and kind of builds things up, um, I think is kind of the most interesting thing about this song. Like so the lyrics themselves, you know, they're kind of um, I don't know. I mean, they kind of feel like like I said, they feel like Prince is revisiting the themes of 1999, but with kind of more command of atmosphere like you know mm. 1999 is very much just a a kind of uh, you know uh, a, a kind of uh, you know keyboard and and drum machine song uh, right prince is really kind of using as many different instruments as are possibly available to him um in this song um you know and he kind of starts by saying as bombs explode all around us um hate advances on the right the only thing that matters, baby, is the love we make tonight. Which feels a little bit if you've ever seen the film Grease 2. Um, it feels a little bit like the song that the the one boy sings when he's in like the bunker trying to convince this girl that it's the end of the earth therefore they must have sex um so you know which i think is called do it for your country is the name of that song but uh yeah so you know and he says as babies all as as little babies in makeup terrorize the western world the only thing that matters baby is the love between a boy and a girl and i'm like I'm not quite sure where he's going with this, but, you know, the fact that he calls himself an expert lover. Right. Um, and, it, you know, like, it, it feels like this is like him saying, it's the end of the world. There's only really one thing left to do before yeah. the whole thing kind of blows up.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it definitely is a, a similar kind of, similar thesis here to 1999. But I think the something just musically the atmosphere is much more kind of sinister i guess it, it it sounds more like the end of the world than yeah i mean the whole point of 1999 is creating this this contrast between the upbeat music and the heavy lyrical themes this i think is much more you know it it, it the contrast is not as pronounced. It definitely feels chaotic and uh, and sort of apocalyptic.
0: Like the re- the reoccurrence throughout the song of like police sirens and right, you know which or air raid sirens they might be, mm-hmm. um, you know to suggest that there's a bombing going on. You know the fact that he <laughs> says bombs fall all around us in the very first you know word, um, you know and later on he'll say as bombs explode. So yeah, like you, you get the under the idea that these people are under siege and you know this is what's going to happen um you know and <laughs> prince tells us i can't remember my baby's voice because she ain't talking no more which sounds like she's dead <laughs> uh, only the sound of love and prayer echo from the yellow floor and then he goes she's saying dear jesus save us from temptation dear jesus save us from hell save us from the madness that threatens us all can you hear us it's hard to tell in your name we pray. And then Prince kind of brings, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, the drums in and the guitar mm-hmm. in and we kind of get the chorus again. And, you know, he's really kind of like, you know, this kind of this like dropping all the instruments out and kind of bringing them back to kind of reinforce, you know, the kind of chorus is something that goes on throughout the song, um, you know. Uh, and I, I particularly like when we kind of, you know, we kind of get to the, he keeps saying un- undercover maybe, Uh, no, maybe uh, all for fun, fun for all as well throughout the song Mm -hmm. uh, in the chorus. Um, And then when he says rip it up (laughs) and, and then the song kind of changes from being this very kind of somber song to being more of a kind of upbeat song. Um, Kind of like the tone changes a little bit after the kind of like rip it up um, and you get kind of like a guitar solo. Mm -hmm. Um, And then as you build it kind of, everything kind of builds back in and he sings the words crystal ball, but, as he sings crystal like the strings kind of stab with him it's like orchestra stabs underneath um and then he kind of transitions into this thing of saying my baby my baby my baby kiss me lick me trick me whoa and then it kind of you know the kind of music builds back up and everything kind of comes back in again um and you kind of get like a a guitar solo but this time with like the sirens in the background um you know and you know, I think then, you know, the kind of the, the kind of the last kind of change happens towards the end. Um, you know, I mean, there is a point where Prince says, listen to the guitar play. And then obviously, you know, he over the top of a guitar solo, he keeps saying it's groovy and kind of giving himself compliments almost. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and then, then we kind of get the words like, I, I don't know why he says these, but he does. He says mathematical gas. Um, and that's when the song kind of changes again. Um. <laughs> And everything kind of goes quiet, and you have Susanna saying, you know, Prince saying, you know, darling, you know you want a crystal ball. And then uh, she says, I don't know, I have to ask my mommy first. And it's such (laughs) a weird kind of line, (laughs) and then some sirens kind of go off again, and then Prince sings as bombs explode around you, and hate advances on your right. The only thing you can be sure of is the love we make tonight. And you think the song is over at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you hear another siren and Prince very calmly comes in with expert lover. My baby ever had a crystal ball. And then he changes it up and he says, take off your clothes, baby. Come on, get the crystal ball. So, you know, I feel like his intention has kind of really shifted. Um, and, you know, as we get to kind of like the outro, you know, we have this kind of scream of... Um, Uh, and then, you know, Prince is kind of singing Expert Lover as as we kind of go to the outro, and then we just finish with, like, a you know, the rhythm kind of just for the last minute of the song. Um, And that's where the song ends. Um, You know, the last words, of course, you know, Prince singing Ever Had a Crystal Ball. By the time we get to the end of the song, after 11 minutes, I'm no clearer on what he means (laughs) by Ever Had a Crystal Ball. I feel like there's meant to be some kind of sexual connotation going on. Right. Um, But being as this is, like, 1986 Prince and... You know, this is around the time that he recorded a song called It. Right. Um, So (laughs) so I feel like there's there's meant to be something there, but you know he's not making it exactly explicit as you know aside from saying take off all your clothes right like like you know he just keeps asking have you ever had a crystal ball and uh, you know i'm like i'm not 100 sure clear print you know
1: <laughs> on that print, you're gonna have to be a bit more clear so i can say yeah. yes or no yeah it's definitely one of those uh symbols that was resonant to him at that particular time is i know that there's a there's a scene in the sign of the times movie where there's a, a crystal ball of some kind it's one of those um one of those orbs that you 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 touch the outside and the lights like come out to you know wherever you're touching i i don't remember what they're called but um it's just one of those weird things that he keeps saying crystal ball the fact that he has the orchestra <laughs> stabbed behind
0: him saying crystal ball you're like like but, you know i i like i like occasionally when people use some kind of metaphor but at this point it feels like he's saying that his testicles are <laughs> <Yeah>. transparent <laughs> and you're like i don't know that that's a good thing prince that seems <laughs> like something you should maybe this is the result of the bombs that are falling all around you <laughs> um but yeah i could and the thing is as well i can well, you know having having you know purchased the crystal ball you know three cd set four cd set as it was you know um, and sitting down and getting re- prepared to, you know, listen to these 30 new Prince songs. Um, I'm, you know, you, you listen to this song and you're immediately like, I don't know what is happening here. What is, <laughs> like, this is kind of one of the stranger ways for Prince to, yeah, obviously it's the title track, but I feel like this would have been suited to being like the final track of the 30. You know, if this is the mm. last song that you got to, maybe it would have kind of, you would have been prepared at least. Uh, but as it is, like starting 30 songs out and this is the first one, after 11 minutes you're kind of like exhausted and you're like i i like i don't know what's happened and also the kind of you know having susanna say i you know i'll have to ask my mommy and stuff you're like what is going on in this like it's you know it's kind of it's very like it very much fits in kind of you know the style of sign of the times Mm -hmm. like you could imagine this fitting on a larger version of sign of the times um you know even sign of the times itself has like kind of an apocalyptic feel Mm -hmm. um but like, as far as like, it's such, it's such a long song and it goes through so many different changes that by the time you get to the end, you feel like you've already listened to three or four <laughs> different songs.
1: Right. Yeah. It. Yeah. It is interesting because I don't even think for the crystal ball album, I don't think this was intended to be side one track one for that. So it is, a, it, it's a bold move for him to stick this on track one, but I, I think it's also, it, it kind of pulls off the, the the effect that he was going for which so much of this song like at the in 86 and in 98 it feels like it feels like he's showing off a little bit like you know look what i can do like look i can all of these different movements and instruments and you know just the audacity of of even recording something this weird and handing it over to a major label or starting my compilation with it. You know, it 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 feels like a like a showpiece. And uh I I know that when I heard it for the first time, it was definitely it was definitely eye-opening because it was like if this is the kind of stuff that didn't make it onto his albums, then I need to hear all of it because this is insane you know <laughs> like so uh, it, it, it it of course you know the on the on the crystal ball album you listen a little bit further and you get things like love sign shock g's silky remix and stuff like you know like slightly less impressive but uh but for for track one disc one track one I, it it definitely gets the point across that like this is what you weren't able to hear when i was still stuck with my old label
0: you know the the kind of the strings from this um were used for um the future they were used to push they used for violet the organ grinder they used on days of wild like prince basically kept reusing the strings from this on various of the tracks which i can understand because they are kind of really kind of lush um you know but it's just kind of weird that you know he's like oh well i'm not going to release this track but i'm just going to keep taking the strings and putting them on other songs right <laughs> um so you know you obviously in that uh you know where you have like the kind of uh the middle 18 push and you've got that kind of string sample you know obviously that is that is the strings from this song um but yeah no i think i think it's like such an interesting way for prince to open this out and i feel like it promises a little too much like you hear this and you think oh my god this is going to be amazing we've got 30 tracks to the like this kind of good and this iconic and you know this kind of experimental um and then you know you end up somewhere around i don't know days of wild and you're like (laughs) oh so he only really had crystal ball he hasn't (laughs) got anything else that big and kind of interesting lined up for us to listen to um so yeah it's it kind of almost sets the rest of the cd up for a fall because you're like things ca- can't stay at this level. Yeah. Like things can't, you can't have every song being an 11 minute, you know, three movement epic. Right. And you're right. It does, it does feel like Prince is showing off where he's like, you know, listen to all these different instruments that I'm playing, um, you know, and, and listen to the different ways that I can do it. And I think it's very atmospheric. Like, you know, it does kind of convey, you know, what's happened after, you know, some bombs have been dropped on someone and, you know, there's panic all around and, you know, like it kind of really gets that over um but then the rest of the you know the other 29 tracks can't possibly live up to this opening right um, so it's it's kind of it then kind of just sets you up to be disappointed really um so i would say for me personally this is a five out of five you know i really enjoy this as a song you know mm. there's never been a time when i've listened to this and like halfway through got bored and thought oh you know i'll listen to something else as right. soon as i start listening to it i have to stay all the way to the end <laughs> um you know i have to kind of take all 11 minutes of it in yeah and, and and kind of you know it's it just takes you on a journey and by the end of it you're like yeah this is it, like it, then you immediately are like I wish the
1: rest of Crystal Ball had lived up to this standard. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's it's uh there's nothing there's nothing else like it um even in a catalog that is sprawling and immense and eclectic and, and all of those things. Um there's really there's there's no other song like this if I can definitely see if if the whole, you know, his original Crystal Ball album had been three albums worth of just this. <laughs> I, I, I would understand, you know, the Warner Brothers executives reaction, but uh, it, it was um, the fact that he balanced it out with all of these, you know, much more tightly structured songs that ended up coming out on Sign of the Times uh it it is a shame that i i think the original crystal ball didn't come out um I, I would definitely give it a five out of five uh
0: you know uh obviously prince never played this live i don't know how he would play it yeah. live you like it's just it would involve him having like three different bands coming on and off stage it would just be way too much to kind of right you know kind of put onto a stage i i feel like if you're going to do like a, a prince jukebox musical um you know set it you know, post-apocalyptically and have this as the introduction song. <laughs> and, and then you've pretty much set yourself up, haven't you, for, you know, this, it feels like a, a song on an epic scale. Of course, there are songs later on where, you know, the liner notes talk about Prince, you know, trying to write a Broadway musical. Um, you know, obviously there were songs that were dropped from I'll Do Anything, you know, like mm. uh, there were, you do actually get between this and The Vault, you do actually kind of get a picture of what some of those projects were yeah um, but this just just feels like if you were gonna you know if prince was gonna do a broadway musical i don't know why he didn't start with this oh, i would love it like, it would be bonkers yeah you know, <laughs> yeah bring bring some investors in because i feel like broadway investors would be like you know listen to this for 10 and a half minutes and be like yes this is what the show needs to be uh you know the exact opposite of record executives who are like let's try and play a bit more safer. I can just imagine a few Broadway investors being like, we need this craziness, you know, we need, we need like a song that, that kind of goes through these different movements, you know, so <laughs> I feel like we said about as much as we possibly can about Crystal Ball. Um, so uh, let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Zachary?
1: Sure. So I uh, have my own chronological Prince uh, project called Dance, Music, Sex, Romance. It's a blog. There is also a podcast where I interview just, you know, smart people people uh, who like to think and, and talk about Prince. Uh, and I also recently put out a magazine, which the first issue is all kind of prints related writing and art. Uh, I'm really proud of how it came out. It's called dystopian dance party, and you can get it uh, in, in, digital and physical form on blurb.com you can also get it for kindle on amazon
0: and you can find us on facebook at prince Trapped by track or on twitter at prince podcast or you can email us not sure why you would at prince track by track at gmail.com thanks once more for being my guest here zach
1: oh thank you for having me
0: and otherwise so you like boy. my crib it's not mine it's ready say how much did you have to drink What's the beast like you've ever been in so do you like environmental records Crickets chirping, water rushing. Supposed to make you horny. Just make me want to go to the bathroom. Actually, this one's not bad. Check it out. So, like, what's your name?
1: Oh, wow, that's dog.